This is episode 59, How to Feel More Connected Spiritually and Have Faith with Tony. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome, everyone. And I just want to start off by saying I've tried to record this a couple times and I keep getting emotional, so I'm just going to go with it. And it's good emotion. It's really, really good emotion. I'm just really, really filled with gratitude. So today, the day I'm recording this is the year anniversary of this show. And when I decided to do this show, I had no idea that it would, well, I had no idea that it would be as fulfilling as it has been, that it would resonate with as many people as it does. And I'm going to share a couple of the learnings that I've had as a result of doing this show. I thought that would be a fun way to celebrate the anniversary. And today also was the last day of the registration for my personal mastery course, Over It and On With It, which also has been a dream of mine for so many years. And we got amazing people in it, people from all over the world. I've been on the Facebook page connecting with people and just reading about, you know, what they want to learn in the course and what they want to get over, what they want to get on with. And so many of them, or you, <laughs> came to the course through this podcast. Um, so I'm just so, so deeply grateful. I'm just thinking back to to times in my life where I felt really lost and I felt like I wasn't on purpose and I didn't feel connected and to myself, to other people, to a higher power. And that's what today's episode is all about. And let me just be a reminder to all of you today that your purpose, your dreams, they're all in there and you may not be living into them right now, but that doesn't mean they're not coming So have that faith and keep moving forward and borrow my belief for now if you need to. And again, I just want to express my deep, deep, deep gratitude to everyone who tunes into the show and the messages that I get from you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing it. And just thank you for letting me share my gifts with you. So Here's some of the learnings. I wrote a few things down that I wanted to share of what what I've learned. First, and I think this is probably clear, how much I just love what I do. I get so super excited about every episode from the actual session to going back and listening afterwards so that I can create the opening and follow-up for you. So again, if there's something that you love doing, I encourage you to keep following your joy. Listen to that passion that is pulling you towards something And if you don't know exactly what your passion is, you still know it brings you joy. So do more of that. Second, I really let go of keeping up in comparison with other people in in my industry. Before the show, I had moments more frequently than I'd like to admit of watching what a lot of my colleagues and friends were doing and feeling like I needed to do it or that I wasn't doing enough. Oh my goodness. That was a humongous waste of energy. 
Finally, I committed 100% to staying in my lane and nourishing my own zone of genius and my own joy, which is coaching and teaching. And this podcast being one of the first where people get coached live on the air without any pre-screening is an example of me using the unique gifts I have in a way to serve. Since really getting this and really being me, the comparison and keeping up thing is gone. What a relief. I share this with you because I'd love to save you from the pain and energy drain of comparison and trying to keep up, be like others. Do you. Do what makes your heart sing. And cheer on the other people around you who are doing their thing. Joy, success, and impact are not limited resources. And third, I live in even more possibility right now. I shared on the very first episode my Over It and On With It story, and if you haven't caught that episode, it may be fun to go back and listen to it, that I've always wanted a call-in radio show, and I was kind of waiting to be discovered. <laughs> and finally, I was like, wait, why don't I just create this it myself? Why am I waiting? So don't wait when it comes to anything in your life. Even if you can't make the exact form happen on your own, you can get the essence, you can get the feeling. How can you create and co-create with the universe your dreams? Don't wait. What are you waiting for? Someone to come and do it for you? Someone to come knock on your door? All the possibility lives inside you. And the minute we take that step, the universe meets us and supports us in the co-creation process. Finally, I'm consistently reminded in doing this show how incredibly beautiful the human experience is, even when it's challenging, even when they're suffering, and how sacred it is when someone is vulnerable. I had no idea when I started this podcast if anyone would even call in, much less be so open and raw. And now we have a wait list to get on the show. And as you know from listening, people are so, so open I'm so touched by the courage and I know you listening have had so many insights and ahas and your hearts have been touched by the people who've been so vulnerable on the show. Really like this community, we're tapped into the power of vulnerability and the human spirit and we're light workers. So once again, I got to say it again, I'm touched beyond grateful. And even if I don't know you personally, I feel you, all of you who listen, we're all part of this amazing awakening and we're all doing this work together. And I'm really looking forward to today's call with you because we're talking about one of my favorite topics, spirituality. And when I say spirituality, that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with religion. It doesn't even have anything necessarily to do with God. It can be about your relationship with nature or your own higher self. In this episode, I'm going to talk to Tony specifically about having a relationship with a higher power, especially after going through things in her life when she definitely didn't feel there was any kind of God. As you're listening to this call, consider, do you feel like you're operating more out of fear than faith? Are you making a lot of decisions with fear or with self-doubt? Is uncertainty really scary to you? Are you people pleaser and afraid of disappointing people? Is connecting to any kind of higher power challenging for you? And if you have a connection, if you have a spiritual practice, would you like to deepen it? Are there some situations in your life, either in the past or that are happening now, that make you really doubt whether a God exists? Could there be some anger at God that's keeping you from truly feeling like a relationship is even possible? And just a couple quick things before we dive into the episode. 
First, in celebration of the anniversary of this show, it would mean the world to me if you went to iTunes and left a rating and or a review. Rating's super easy. You just click on the number of stars. A review gives you an opportunity to write a sentence or two about your experience with the show. Just go to iTunes, search Over It and On With It podcast, and you can leave your rating or review there. Also, just a reminder that Audible is gifting this community with a free audio download and a 30-day free trial. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can download on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, your whatever you have. So the link is audibletrial.com slash over it and on with it. audibletrial.com slash over it and on with it. And the and is spelled out. That link will also be in the show notes. All right, everybody, let's tune in to my session with Tony. Hello, Tony. Welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, Christine. I found myself facing most of my decisions out of fear. And at 39 years old, I would just like to be able to operate or learn the tools uh, to operate from a more productive place um, or productive way of thinking. Um, I just feel that it's affected all aspects of my life. Mm, and how do you know you're making decisions out of fear? Mm, well, I think about my three areas that I try and focus or I'm trying to focus um, and put energy into changing, whether it's people-pleasing whether I want to start a new family or whether I want to start a family of my own, just with my own family, you know, parents, siblings. Just, I just have felt that way for a really long time. And generally, I'm known as a people pleaser, I feel like. And I think that it's, it's from what I can see, that's the common denominator mm. is fear. Mm. Um, and what are you afraid of? You know, as far as it could be failing, um, it could be disappointing people, as far as whether I wanted to have my own family, it could be fear of um, not creating the same environment that I grew up in, mm-hmm. slash being, you know, being a good role model and being able to provide that environment that I didn't have. And I feel like so many people make that same mistake mm-hmm. and I just didn't do it. So it's prevented me at 39. Like I said, it's one of those things that, you know, I just got married this summer and, and I think about it and it's just been pretty difficult to make any decisions when I'm confronted with this <sighs> You know, <laughs> yeah. What's going to happen? Uh, what are people going to think? Am I going to fail? Yeah. And has that has this pattern been something that you've noticed since you were young, or is this something yeah. that okay, okay? So it's been with you for quite a while. Oh. Okay. And how do you think it serves you? Not what do you any- get from it? Well, it, here's the thing: we don't do things that don't serve us on some level. So there's mm. some payoff. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I feel like that it's a um, almost a what I feel is safety. Yeah, um, it's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, of course, because it's scary to think about failure. It's scary to think about people not liking us. It's scary to think about doing something and being disappointed. 
scary to think about not being good at something. So the issue isn't really about how do you stop feeling afraid. It's more about how do you lean into courage because courage is doing things even in the face of those what-ifs because that's all fear is, what-if followed by something negative. And my sense is, and and a lot of people listening are going to relate to this too, your sense of okayness, your sense of worth, your sense of love, your sense of being accepted comes from people-pleasing and achieving and not rocking the boat and all of those things. So there's a big part of you that's not just scared of failing or whatever, but like you said, losing security and losing love. And when we have something as important as what we project as security and love and being accepted, riding on a choice, then of course it's going to feel scary. But there's a confusion inside of you about what real security and love really is. And to me, this is a, this is a faith issue. This is a spiritual issue. This is a, what's your relationship with your higher power? Yeah, that's really interesting that you say that because I would say in the past eight years, eight to 10 years, my faith, I was raised Catholic. I moved, a physical move, um, about about four hours from where I grew up. And I feel like when I moved, I didn't connect and I questioned a lot about religion in general, my religion. And uh, I think that that's shaken me a little bit. You know, I think that that's affected me. I haven't been able to connect again after my father passed away. Um, I think that really put me in a place of I didn't, I questioned everything about my faith. Yeah. How long ago did your father transition? Um, Nine. Nine years ago. Okay. Okay. So a few things here. Um, I love your awareness and I really acknowledge you for it because this really is the core issue here. When we don't have a connection to, you know, even for people that don't believe in God or higher power, we need some kind of connection to something bigger than us, even if it's nature, even if it's our higher self, even if we, if it's more like the universe and and quantum physics or whatever it is, but something that helps us remember we're not alone and we're not separate and we're connected and that true safety, security, and the ultimate source of love comes from within and comes from that connection. And without that, we can feel a lot of fear, like so much fear, because we think life is up to us. So any choice we make sometimes feels like life or death because we were disconnected. And it's that illusion of separation that I think is one of the most painful core wounds that we're all here to heal. So what if this fear and the level it's gotten to so much so that, you know, you've called in and you realize that it really is a block in your life. What if this fear was really guiding you right into your true faith? Because I have respect for any religion. I think that any religion at its core is about truth and love. Over time, you know, religions, some of them have turned into businesses. There's been a lot of rules and things put on them. I grew up Catholic as well. And I think there's lots of wonderful Catholic churches and priests and all of that. My experience of Catholicism is I felt there was a lot of good, bad, 
right, wrong. And so one of my crises of faith was I had to get over the misunderstanding that God was like watching me and judging me and seeing if I was following the rules. And that was one of the kind of blocks to having that deeper relationship with God that I had to work on. And I share that with you because I'm wondering if that resonates with you at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I feel that as a child being raised in going, starting right at five years old and going up through, you know, high school where it was forced, you didn't have a choice, right? I just went. (laughs) All six kids marched into the church on Sunday and then there was the education afterwards and, and all the formalities that go along with it. But I think I didn't have anything else other than try and remember what you're supposed to learn. I didn't take away from anything other than, um, other than that. I feel like there was a disconnect. Um, and so when I really needed it, it's, I feel like it failed me, um, a bit. I hear you. You know, I I hear you. You know, I wish that I had the spirituality that, that they have. I think, wow, they don't, at all. <laughs> um, Say that last part again. Wow, they don't what? They don't question it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, the people that I see that are so spiritual um, that I look to, and no matter what, um, you know, they rest in knowing that their faith will carry them through. And I've never felt that about anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I that's not necessarily true. You have, you probably just don't remember, or it was something that was so inherent and unconscious that it didn't register. Because first, anything we see in another, we have inside. You spot it, you got it. It's positive projection. And that um, admiration that you have for people that have that strong spiritual connection is just a sign that, or a reflection that you have that as well. You're just not stepping into it. A lot of times though, before we feel that deeper connection, we have to work through the blocks in our way. And I think one of the blocks for you, in addition to, you know, kind of being forced into the church and the schooling and whatever you were, is the questioning, you know, the things that have happened in your life that you we wonder where God was. So my question for you is, and please don't edit yourself because God can take it. And I'm just using the word God, insert Mm -hmm. universe, divine, higher power, whatever. If God was sitting right in front of you and you could say and ask anything, what would you say and or ask? I would ask why I don't feel, why don't I feel connected, protected under that umbrella, if you will. And I think that that is something, you know, through childhood, I, I, you know, I just, why, you know, mm-hmm. through different traumas or different periods of my life, where was that mm-hmm. protection? But that faith, I didn't feel this, you know, you hear people say, well, during the hardest time in my life, I felt that I had this presence that got me our time. And I never, I've never felt that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great. What else would you say or ask? 
I would ask for guidance in finding finding a stronger faith, finding. And I think if I pray, I generally ask for that. Um, that seems to be a common thread in any time that I pray. I kind of say, you know, please, you know, I would love direction and, and the confidence in knowing that there's something else there on my side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how would you know? Like, what would it need to feel like if if you felt that connection, if there was that protection, if there was a higher power at your side, how would you know? What would it feel like? I guess going back to the safety. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never felt like a consistent feeling of safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd say I would feel that I would, if I was born in tune with my spirituality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clear, mm-hmm. you know, not constantly that on my shoulder, you know, mm-hmm. fear. Okay. And just close your eyes for a moment. And I want you to just take a nice deep breath, Tony. And put one hand on your heart and one hand on your lower belly. And just breathe into the now. Just breathe into the present moment. And feel your feet on the floor. Feel yourself sitting in the chair. Just feel your body. And just bring your awareness into your heart. And breathe deeply into your heart. And just listen deeply and just ask this question with heartfelt intention and no attachment to any answer. And just ask inside and then answer out loud, why don't I feel connected? Where are you, God? And just see what comes through. I just hear a lot, like, I just feel a lot of like noise and disruption, like an inability to Right, right. Okay. I don't let my... That you don't let yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes what's in the way is unprocessed trauma. Things that we've emotionally kind of stuffed away and just gotten through. Does that resonate with you? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So that's often what we feel is the block because in a lot of ways it's all kind of tangled up. It's like we don't want to go there. <laughs> we don't want to open that can of worms per se. There's anger at God because it's like if there was a God, why did I go through this in the first place? So it just kind of keeps us in this loop of wanting to connect but not wanting to connect at the same time. Often it is, you know, finding God is on the other side of those quote unquote dark nights of the soul or those rock bottom moments. And a lot of people have them in their life and and then they find God after it. Or we sometimes have to go back and clean up some of those more rock bottom moments, harder times in our life. And as we do that and we take 
away a lot of layers of judgment, that's when we become more open to really feeling that connection to our higher power, which is always there. I really want to say to you, Tony, that your spirituality is not broken. (laughs) You have access. It's there. Just the fact that you're on with me right now discussing this is, is God at work. You've been led. So it's happening. And I really want to acknowledge you and have you recognize that it already is happening and that the healing work that I think your soul is wanting you to do right now is going to give you a lot of clarity around not just the God thing, but also whether or not you want to start a family, the people pleasing pattern, all of those kind of things. Because, you know, the people pleasing was just how you kept yourself safe, how you managed other people, how you didn't upset other people so bad things wouldn't happen to you. See, these are all been survival skills and it's really hard for, you know, our operating system to let go of survival skills until we process the pain around them and get to the forgiveness. And that's when we really open up to love, not only love from ourselves and other people, but big love, agape love, God love. Is this making sense? Yes. So what's coming forward for you as I'm talking? Just what you said that the layers of judgment and like peeling that away and beginning to do the work mm-hmm. and letting things happen organically, naturally, gives me a little bit of hope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel that I want to, I know I want to get to a place of non judgment against myself for whatever reason but also being able to take away those layers of whatever it is, whether it's childhood issues or the not feeling safe part. You know, how do you, how do you have this higher uh, connection when I literally don't feel my environment lends to a, how do you grow from if you're, you know, yeah, Mm -hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, you find you find a tribe, you find teachers, you find a community where people are doing the work. It doesn't mean you have to leave where you are. I guarantee you there's there's people and work and we talked about you joining the course like there's there's opportunity, but we have to put ourselves into an environment where that's cultivated. It's sort of like if you want to become fluent in a language, you can take classes here in America for years and eventually you could become fluent. Or if you want to learn Spanish, you could move to Mexico and in six months you'd be a lot farther along than if you were trying to learn here. So it's possible either way, but having a community, having a tribe, having teachers that are guiding you is, from my point of view, the best if not only way because we don't – a lot of us don't learn how to be human, you know, how to heal, how to process emotions, how to remember who we truly are. And in terms of your spiritual connection, Tony, that's not a how-to. It really is just a removal of what's in the way. It's it's so natural and inherent inside each one of us to tap into that oneness. And I promise you, as you start to process the pain around some of the things you've carried around with. It's like underneath anger is hurt and underneath hurt is love. So underneath all the pain, underneath all the trauma, underneath all those times when you felt scared or hurt or alone, there is love underneath all of that. 
And I promise you, you can, you can get there. It's not going to be through people pleasing and trying to control everything in your life. It is going to have to be a choice of, okay, I'm willing to change and I believe I can. And then you seek out teachers and people that can help you with the how. I didn't get here on my own. I've had so many teachers and experiences that have taught me the how, but I've had to be willing to change and believe I can. And then eventually the hows have been things I've discovered inside myself through my own intuition, my own spiritual practice, my own relationship with God. But when I first started on this path, I had no connection. It took time and it took some healing, but it happened. And I know it's there for you. Well, it certainly gives me hope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So my, my encouragement to you would also be to just start cultivating a relationship with God by just talking out loud or inside to him, him, her. I hate to put like a pronoun on God, um, sure. but just start to, you know, one of the, the prayers that I've used is in the morning and after my meditation, I'll just be like, okay, God, show me, show me you're here. And all of a sudden, like a bird will start chirping or someone will help me out with my groceries or I'll get a nice email. You know, it's like sometimes we think God has to be these massive spiritual experience where our whole body's vibrating and we hear the voice of God and (laughs) we miss out on the simple ways that God shows up. Mm -hmm. Even like right here in this conversation, the presence of God is here. Because the presence of love is here. For example, Tony, do you feel a bit more connected to yourself, to me, than you did at the beginning of the call? 100%. Okay. I do. That's spirituality. Mm -hmm. Connection, love, intimacy, truth. I think that the layers that you referred to just by saying it out loud um, has made me feel a little better somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I really want you to know you're not broken. You're not unequipped. You're a light worker. You're a 39-year-old woman who's had a past that has taught her soul major lessons. And it's time to let that past go so that you can really open up into truth and love and get out of the protective patterning of fear. Makes so much sense. Yeah. So what's one step you can take moving forward? Well, I think about just giving myself a break. I feel like I, you know, why don't I feel this immediately? Right. I just taking a step back, taking a step back and, and giving myself a little breathing space. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, show me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Self compassion is huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one thing that you can shift right now today is your relationship with yourself, how you talk to yourself, the expectations you have of yourself. That's something you have 100% control over. And so if you can begin with giving yourself that self-compassion, that love, that understanding that maybe you didn't have from parents or growing up, if you can really start to give yourself that, everything will start to soften. That's hopeful. 
I'm the only one that can change that. Yeah. Um, starting my day a little bit differently rather than feeling, you know, starting my day with negative, um, negative things to say. You know, why didn't I get up earlier? Why didn't I exercise? Why didn't I take a different, you know, all the, all the things that I'm sure lots of people say to themselves, but not starting my day like that, I think is something that I can do now. Yeah. And having self, positive self talk, compassion. Yes. I mean, we're all. <laughs> it's much easier to hear the voice of God when we're not so dialed into a loud voice of our inner critic. So what I would suggest is every morning when you wake up, set your timer for five minutes, put your hand on your heart and on your belly like I guided you through, and just listen to your breath. Maybe scan your entire body starting with your toes and just imagine filling yourself up with love, saying kind things to yourself and just being with yourself and being present with yourself. Because a lot of times when we have a lot of fears around security and safety, there's a sort of a traumatized part of us that needs soothing, like that fight or flight mechanism is still operating in you. And so I want you to do this, Tony, so that you can calm down your nervous system. And if you do that every morning, if you did it every night too, that would be beautiful. Like if every night you did five minutes of gratitude and every morning you did five minutes of love and appreciation, even if your mind wanders off, it's really about bringing it back. That would be huge. And that would be an amazing start. Mm. Can you commit to that? Absolutely. I think that it will be something completely new for me. And I think I've always in the past been afraid to be too, um, I don't want to say too thankful, but look at how all these blessings that I have and fear of something happening. Again, going back to the fear of thing um, and operating from a, a different place and not being negative. Right. Um, just having hope that and and being grateful for all that I do have and all that is right. Right. Gratitude brings more gratitude. And yeah. it's even having gratitude for your past and the things that were hard because they've all been part of what you're here to learn. Yeah. 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 It's time to take a leap of faith. A new language. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I can do it. I can do it. I knew that. Yes, you can. Thank you so much to Tony for bringing forward this session today because it's one that I feel is really important. It is not my place to impose any kind of spirituality or relationship with God or higher power on you. I can only share what I felt and experienced both in my own life and working with people. And that really is that there's some kind of higher power. There have been so many situations in my own life, experiences I've had, things that I've witnessed with other people, times when I've been working with people and even on this show, right? I can't explain mentally what's working through me or what's happening. And there've been so many miracles and synchronicities and just moments in nature where I'm just awestruck and it just reaffirms my belief and my faith in God. I call it God. You can call it whatever feels right in your heart. 
There, you know, there's so many names for it and so many ways people interpret it. But the best way I can sum God up or what God is to me is infinite and unconditional love. Now, I can appreciate that it may be hard to believe in any kind of God when there's so much suffering in the world. I cannot even begin to explain that. The best way I can even attempt to is to say that all the quote-unquote terrible things that happen happen as a result of human choice and free will. And so many of those choices are made from pain and fear. But what's so beautiful is that so many of us are awakening up. We are in a time of awakening. A podcast like this probably wouldn't have been on the air 20 years ago. And if it had been, the listenership probably would have been a lot smaller. We're in this massive shift in consciousness. So what's available to all of us at any moment is to make the choice to see the world through more spiritual eyes, see ourselves through more spiritual eyes. And by that, I mean to see without judgment, to see through the eyes of infinite and unconditional love, to heal our own pain that's often preventing us from feeling connected to a higher power as it was for Tina. When there's so much of our own pain that's unprocessed, we continue to live in that place of fear. But as we process it, as we move out of it, as we commit to some kind of spiritual practice, whatever that is, we move into more acceptance, forgiveness, and gratitude. So my prayer for you is that this episode inspired you to consider your relationship with your higher power and consider deepening it. You know, as I coach Tina, there may be some layers to excavate, some emotions to process. You may be a little angry at God, like, where were you when this happened? Have it out with God. He, she, it, again, like I hate pronouns for God, can take it. Have that discussion. If you're craving a deeper spiritual connection, I'm nudging you. Take a leap of faith. Please don't wait for God to prove itself to you. Instead, open your heart. Pray to be shown the way. So some takeaways for you. What's in your way of a connection to a higher power? What's keeping you in patterns of people-pleasing and indecision and self-judgment and fear of unfailure and certainty? Is there old trauma that needs to be processed? Are there belief systems that need to be updated? So consider that. What beliefs are really keeping you from having belief? What religious upbringing did you have and does it resonate with you? Is it time to perhaps deepen in the belief systems that you were brought up in? Or is it time perhaps to upgrade them? Were there certain belief systems or paradigms or structures that you were raised in that were kind of imposed on you that maybe you were told were true that you're questioning now? And you need to find what truth resonates with you. And in that, I encourage you to look for a spiritual community, be it a church or a yoga center or even 12-step There are so many communities of people that are doing this work and that are committed to awakening and that are committed to knowing that we're one and knowing that we are connected to source, that unconditional and infinite love. And start to develop a relationship with your higher power. Talk out loud. Ask questions. Write in your journal. Treat it like a relationship so you start to feel that connection and start to make it more real. And then finally, pray. Whatever that is for you, whether you do it out loud or in your head, 
And really, I encourage you to not pray like you're ordering from a restaurant. Instead of praying for things, pray for experiences, pray for feelings, pray to be shown the way. And just because the prayer may not be answered in the exact form or timing that you want it to be, it doesn't mean it's an unanswered prayer. So let me leave you with this reminder. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are one. You are love. You are connected. Even if you may not be able to feel it right now or mentally get it, it's there. It's a remembering process, not a learning process. I'm sending you so much love from my heart. Thank you for being with me this past year. And I look to many, many more years supporting you and getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings, everybody. Thank you for listening to Over It and On With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.